the Public News Service Daily Newscast, New Year's Day, January the 1st, 2024. I'm Michael the Petitions are being circulated for a potential ballot question in North Dakota that calls for the state to go back to counting votes by hand. Several provisions are being floated under the Election Integrity Act initiative, and moving away from electronic machines for processing ballots is among them. Supporters contend that fixes are needed because they feel the people have lost faith in elections. But Pierce County Auditor Karen Migler says the machines have proven to be effective in tabulating votes. She suggests the proposed change would be too risky compared to current methods. Human error is possible. You'd have to probably count two, three times to come out with the same number. For a small staff like hers, Migler says they would be counting after a long day and that results would be delayed. She says that could open the door to other criticism when it comes to election transparency. Backers of the idea acknowledge the likelihood of delays while arguing North Dakota could become a leader if the proposal advances. I'm Mike Moen. Petition organizers have until February the 12th to turn in enough signatures to get the issue on the primary ballot in 2024. Now, from our colleagues at NPR, Israeli strikes in the central Gaza district killed at least 35 people Sunday. As fighting raged across the tiny enclave a day after, Israel's prime minister said the war will continue for many more months, resisting international calls for a ceasefire. Meantime, the U.S. military said Sunday its forces killed several Iran-backed Houthi rebels when they tried to attack a cargo ship in the Red Sea, an escalation in the maritime conflict linked to the war in Gaza. And a 2020 Nebraska law restricted the use of solitary confinement for Nebraska youths in detention. Deborah Van Fleet reports a new report by the Office of the Inspector General of Nebraska Child Welfare shows a significant increase in its use. The number of instances was up more than 40%, and the total length of those incidents was up by nearly a third. Jason Whitmer with the ACLU of Nebraska says in addition to other harmful effects, isolating youths in detention runs counter to rehabilitating them. People are coming in with traumas, with misguided ways of adapting to things, and so conflicts arise. However, interacting with each other on a general population is where the rehabilitation comes from, to learn to adapt more positively to each other. Rehabilitation is understood to be a major focus of youth detention. Because their brains are still developing, younger people are typically more impulsive and thus apt to get into trouble. When asked for their response to the IG's report, a spokesperson for the state of Nebraska Department of Health and Human Services says they strictly follow the updated Nebraska law. The interim director at the Douglas County Youth Center responded with no comment. This is Public News Service. Starting today with the new year, California becomes the first state to cover health care for all income-eligible people, regardless of their age or their immigration status. In 2016, California opened up Medi-Cal to undocumented children, then to young adults in 2020, and then to adults 50 and older in 2022. Sarah Dar with the California Immigrant Policy Center says we now close the gap and add undocumented adults ages 26 to 49. It's potentially completely life-changing for people who in many cases have gone years, maybe an entire lifetime without regular access to care, doctor's appointments and medications. I'm Suzanne Potter. People can sign up via the website CoveredCA.com. And a partnership launching next year in Utah has the goal to expand child care access and affordability for families who live and work in Park City. 
Park City Municipal and Nationwide Child Care Network Upwards announced the needs-based scholarship program that will offer qualified families assistance in covering the costs of child care. Jessa Santangelo with Upwards says the program came to life after numerous working families in Park City shared the barriers they were facing relating to accessing affordable and available child care, which Santangelo says impacts families' overall economic mobility. She says the program has the potential to grow and help more families. I see this as a pioneer program, really helping to shape the landscape of what's going on in the child care ecosystem at the city, county, state, federal level. And I am really excited for us to also be looking at how we engage, for example, employers to become part of those solution child care as well. Santangelo says the scholarship program could grant residents of Park City who reside within the zip code 84060 up to $1,700 per child per month for children up to kindergarten age. On top of the resident scholarship, she adds there's what she calls a workforce scholarship, which is intended for those who work but don't live within Park City. Those individuals could receive $200 per child per month. Now, if you live and work in Park City, you could qualify for both. Santangelo says she's excited to see how the program not only helps families but also child Childcare providers' lives. The scholarship program also includes a provider incentive. For every child enrolled at a provider location, the provider would receive an additional $300 per month. That sort of income to childcare providers who traditionally have been on the federal poverty line themselves or are struggling to make ends meet is instrumental to stabilizing and keeping them in the industry. Santangelo says scholarships and childcare provider assistance will be available on a first come, first served basis each month starting Monday. For Public News Service, I'm Alex Gonzalez. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Thank you for starting your year with the great stations who carry our newscast. We are member and listener supported. Here's on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. And you can find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.